Hello and welcome to the Jersey Shore Musicians Podcast. I'm Matt. That's Jeff. And tonight for episode one, we got our good friend, Jesse Shar. How's it going, guys? Golf clap. Golf clap. No, thanks for having me. <laughs> ah, what's up, brother? What's up? How are you? Hanging out. It's awesome. It's awesome. I'm going to teach myself drums. No, there you go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there it goes. There it goes. No, that's I could never do that. I don't, I don't know how they do it. <laughs> I'm not coordinated enough to be a drummer, and I don't want to carry that much shit either. Nah. Fuck that. <laughs> Even though I do help out the drummers, man. They Why? always say, they're like, you're the only singer we know that helps us out when, you know, when. Oh, I get that all shit. the time, too. And I'm like, I'm a bass player. I'm not a singer. Just never help the drummer. <laughs> Ever. That's yeah, coming from a guitar player. <laughs> See, I was a bass player first, so I, I knew carrying all that heavy shit sucked. And then I became a singer later on. So then I'm like, yeah, oh, I know how much that shit sucks. Especially in Useless, because we yeah. roll so deep. Ian, any, anywhere we play, he's a, a 6'10 or an 8'10. Does he sit around and wait for you to help him? No, well? but I mean, oh, he, he plays out of a gargantuan cabinet that's probably like 130 pounds. So <laughs> when there's stairs involved, it's definitely a two-person task. It takes a village, man, oh, to run there. a band. He went there. No, it's one person, the king only. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish. That's that's the goal. Just follow orders from somebody else. Yeah, it never works out though. No, no, you always got the one the one stray. Yeah, <laughs> leads leads away from the pack, you know. <sighs> so what's going on? Not a damn thing, my friend. Check check one two. <laughs> Don't worry, there. Everyone singer. hear me out there? <laughs> Don't worry, singer. We got you. <laughs> All right, Jesse. Why don't you Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, how you got into playing music, being Ooh, in bands? Playing music. Oh man, um, I just grew up around music. My parents played music. They were in like doo wop bands and then top forty cover bands. Uh, that was their job. They played out almost every night. You know, from like AC to the headliner. That's awesome. Uh, back in the eighties, when it was good, <laughs> when it was cool to it be in a band. It was like yeah, when. I mean, the, the clubs were packed back then, and oh, it yeah. wasn't all about, like, getting busted, drinking, and driving. They could go out and actually drive and not get busted and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they used to give out, like, the first 250 people through the door would get a shirt. Oh, it wow. was bananas back then. But they would bring us to gigs or bring us to the studio and my brother and I would just like hang out and you know watch and we all we took guitar lessons bass lessons and uh my brother had a drum set you know so we just grew up around music and it becomes ingrained in you yeah going to the flea market getting vinyl you know oh, nice yeah patches on our denim jackets <laughs> <laughs> That's so 80s. <laughs> right, but it actually, it's so right now, too. It's coming back. Yeah. Well. Is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw a bunch of, bunch of bands nowadays are starting with, like, the cut-off jean jackets with the patches all over them. And mm. It's like the That's 80s just all over again. merch to buy. <laughs> there you go. You That's what you should do. Somebody <laughs> should make uh, cut-off jean jackets with patches on them. Sell them at their That's shows. It. Sonic Honey. There you go. Back patch. Back patch. Here, put this band, put this band on your on your vest. You've never heard of them, but they're great. <laughs> yeah. So you're recording. You're the singer of Second Skin, and you guys are working on an album. Yeah. An album or an EP? 
Album. Album. Okay. And uh, let's get a little update. Like, you guys done completing tracking or you just yeah. started? Yeah, we tracked everything. Uh, we're in mixing mode, so we're making notes. Um, and that gets hectic when there's a lot of people, five people in a band and everybody's listening for their five parts. Five different personalities. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's cool, though. It's great to hear, like, your final, you know all the work that you put into something and you know this is like the pandemic album basically mm-hmm. yeah because we've been getting together the entire time um just hanging out with each other and writing and that shit you know it's forged over a whole year of you know pent-up aggression and you know oh yeah oh, but that's probably the hardest time too is when you're sitting down mixing it and you're constantly on top of each other and there's all the opinions going back and forth and especially yeah. with all like just the tension from the way everything's been the last year everybody's been cooped up it's yeah it's not, it's not easy sometimes you want to just um you like i just let the guy mix you know there's a couple guys that have an ear for it. i don't have the ear for music to hear like what's missing or what it needs and stuff. I, I'm more or less like let it go and let it. Like, well, I got him. Just capture the <laughs> moment, a record of what you did at that time. That's why they call it a record, right? Yeah, true. That's a, that's a way to look at that's it. Pretty Both cool. Uh, it, it's just great to hear. Even the stuff that we do and everything, Jeff. Uh, like when I hear it back, I'm always blown away. <laughs> <laughs> Is that us? Does that really sound like us? It's so cool, man. But yeah. uh, so that's cool. So how long did it take you guys to track out? The whole complete. Um, I took two days okay. for 10 songs. Nice. Um, maybe two and a half, just going back and doing some backups. Um, I actually picked up the screaming a little bit more on this album. It's a little heavier. Nice. Um, so uh, there was like ad libs I had to jump in with. And then what we do is we call them candy parts. The guitars come in like last and do candy parts on top of everything. And, oh, okay. uh, you know, it's just amazing, man. The guy that we're working with, Mike Orlando from Stomp, Sonic Stomp. Okay. Out of Staten he's a, Island. He's a great engineer. So Yeah, Adrenaline Mob. And mm-hmm. like, he's in like five bands, dude. That guy Rex, is. Guys, like, they, 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 his life is music. That's all, it's a, all, all of those guys are like multiple bands. They're all over the place. Yeah. They sit in for this guy, write stuff for that guy. Yeah. yeah, and they show like when they post pictures and they're in front of like ten thousand people in uh Brazil or something. It's <laughs> you know, it's it's like it makes you a little envious. Like yeah. you know, in Jersey we don't get crowds like that. Uh, we get I know. we get the saint with like twenty five. No, yeah. It's like I got, the other day I was seeing like all the, the big festivals out in like the Midwest and stuff. They're starting to promote that they're trying to do them again in like September, October ish. And it's like, why can't they ever have anything like that around here? Well, they did the here, see, now. Yeah, they usually do that once a year. I don't think they did it last year. No. Because I don't think they're going to do it like, this year either. <laughs> well, what we're talking about, like, big metal fest. There's, like, the, you know, the Rock on the Range. I know, and all man, those. They never come around here. But it, this, that would be awesome. You'd kill it in this area. You, I think Ohio is the closest one. Yeah, that's Rock on the Range, I believe. Yeah, Ohio, that, and yeah. that's, like, a six-hour drive. That ain't bad, man. Yeah. But still, I was just like, I see that they're starting to pop up again, and I'm like, man, I wish they were around here. Mm. I remember playing Cleveland, man, on tour, and it was fucking cold, dude. Oh, yeah. Like 20 below. And there's kids lined up down the street with, like, no shirts on, drinking. Like, wow. I don't know what. I went to Cleveland once. We went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 
We passed it. We were going to go in. I was so let down. <laughs> we so drove all the way out there. I get to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and you know what the main exhibit is that month? Fucking Bruce Springsteen. Oh, oh no. And the, like, the biggest piece they had was like this sign from the Stone Pony. And I'm looking at the guy that works there. He's like, oh. what? I'm like, I could have drove a half hour from my house and seen that. <laughs> That's great. <sighs> and if you bring your album, you get in free. Oh, yeah? I don't know if it's still like that. But we were we were ready to go. We were like, oh, we got an album. We can go in. But we we're just like, dude, it's so cold. And these beers are going down so nice <laughs> yeah. on the bus. You know, I've heard and, mixed stories about the Hall of Fame. It's sometimes it's good and sometimes it's just garbage. Really, like not worth going. You know, like really, sometimes really? there's nothing there. I don't know. I mean, we got the Hard Rock now. We can just go there and see some <laughs> cool shit. I say when I went there, it was like. I was looking around. The only, they have one poster, and that's the only thing they had up for Chuck Berry when I was there. Oh, wow. I was like, how is that the only freaking thing you have in here for the guy that you know, almost speaks like yeah. the father of rock and roll? Yeah. Wow. And it's just this one little poster on the wall, but they got a whole room for Kurt Cobain. I'm like, you sons of bitches. Yeah, well, he was a big influence, too. How about Elvis? Elvis has his own room, yeah. 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 I He's saw Elvis's car in, uh, somewhere in Hollywood, man. That was... One of his cars was just fucking sick, dude. Oh, it was wow. like a drop top Eldorado Why? with the phone. And this was like the 60s, dude. That's awesome. How the fuck did they have phones and cars back then? So you played in Cleveland. Uh, what, you know, what are some good tour experiences? Maybe what was the worst tour experience? The worst. Yeah, what's the worst? Let's start that. It's always good to go with the bad first. Um, It's always bad when... Like the headliner don't show up, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, the worst is when probably we were supposed to play with Saliva somewhere in Texas. And they pulled up and we were all like stoked. We we're like, cool, they showed up, you know, because they were there. It was already late. And uh, then they just pulled away. And we were like, all right, maybe they're like going to get beers or something. You know That's what I mean? Awesome. And uh, it turned out that they said the stage was too small or too big for them. One of the, I would think, too small. But no, it, no. this was like a huge stage. This was fucking, it was awesome, dude. Wow. And uh, yeah, that sucked, man. Because <laughs> they had to announce that they weren't showing up. So the crowd, like, pretty much leaves. Yeah. You know, uh -huh. half of the crowd left. And uh, you're stuck playing anyway. <laughs> crazy so it's like playing here you play to like 20 people and you go by your business yeah and the cool thing was it was a really nice stage though it was like you know i think indian hooked us up on it and uh you know you we were like 10 feet off the ground you know nothing like jersey yeah once mm. in a blue that's because anywhere outside of this you know like the tri-state area they make they make us it's a big thing when you go to see a band and stuff so like the, there's more dedicated to the actual like stage and setup and yeah yeah you know around here you get a lot of places where they you know build like a three inch riser with some plywood and there's your stage <laughs> yeah that's a, oh man let me roll out the what's rug wrong? on the dirt there you go it's like 10 what's foot wrong by 12 with you? foot all six of you get up there <laughs> that's like when you play south by because every Tom, Dick, and Harry's renting out like a five by five space in their restaurant uh, for you to play because, dude, it's just there's so many venues. I mean, there's pizza places and restaurants everywhere, coffee shops. You could play anywhere during that that whole week or what? Maybe it's two weeks. 
but cool. dude sometimes i'll be on the floor with the crowd you know we even have set the drummer up in the crowd oh that's cool and that's really cool man yeah because people just get fucking stoked over that shit yeah it's different yeah it's it's nice and it almost makes the music sound like it's faster because the drums are first you know what i mean i've known a few bands where they they put the drums front and center on the stage and then everybody else goes around them to the back and i was like why'd you do that he goes because people remember it oh wow yeah, mm-hmm. that band that remember the drummer was right up front and then right back to it. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's good idea because that gig we played yeah. with the drummer in the front, like people still talk about it. And they'll always talk about that's how crazy. the drummer was in the front. It's the first yeah. thing they go to. Yeah, this huh. is this is not to uh, encourage you drummers to be the singers, front guys. Yeah. Like, they get want your to ass be. in the back, bro. They you want to be anyway. Ground. You know that. Hold down the ground, dude. Well, you're basically at the mercy of your drummer no matter what. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, we know. Another bad thing about when you're touring is you're always going to break down. Like, you're always going to get a flat. You know, it's just depending upon, like, when. Yeah, where. Where and, uh, you know, and then who's got the money to cover that $700 tire, man. Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) The shops will kill you. No, you got a credit card. We'll take credit card. Don't worry. And usually... You know, I think it's Smitty who comes up with the plan, like somebody's got to give up a card or he'll call somebody or, you know, the guy comes up with these crazy ideas. And, uh, you know, he's a cool guy, Smitty. I don't know if you guys I know. know. Yeah, I, I love know. Smitty. I he's know a Smitty. great he's dude. Great. So great dude. we would be like on our way to wherever, Nashville. So he would line up gigs as we're driving you know for off days and we'd end up at like west virginia fucking or somewhere near georgia borderline somewhere it's just awesome man it's just a fucking adventure man but that boy he could take up a a lot of space on the fucking tour bus in the bed big boy (laughs) like we were all just cuddled up in the bed (laughs) Uh, that's the best you just like being the little spoon it's okay (laughs) <laughs> That's a little spoon. <laughs> so you guys are in the mix down for the the new record. So yeah, yeah. that's really cool. Um, we covered um, we covered Chicago twenty five or six two four. Okay, and, wow, that's uh, different for it's a rockin' version, man. It's fucking sick. Oh, that's kind of cool. I can't wait to hear that now. Yeah, that's it's, pretty cool. It's a fun time playing that song because you know everybody they've been telling us for the past year when we before the pandemic that we had to record it you know everyone's like dude you gotta record that and then we've had they got approached by other singers even and they were like yo you want to do that song for me and fucking my band's like no (laughs) but like famous people wanted to do it and uh i was getting to the point where i was getting worried i was like dude we got to put this fucking song out before somebody else does, you know. Yeah, true. Tries to bite the style a little bit, but mm-hmm. for some reason it just clicks, you know. Getting away from that, you know, we did Land Down Under. Oh, that's cool. Um, and that's a pretty popular song. They did it with a previous singer, and it was on regular rotation on the rat for a little while. Okay. But it's like, since it was another singer, you know, we're not really comfortable doing that song mm-hmm. in concert, so we needed to come up with a cool cover. 
So, uh, let's talk about your lyric process for the new album. Did you okay. sit in a corner and write all day and night and cry over candles? Or was yeah, it just a big group thing that you kind of like, all right, we're going to... What's the feel of this song? Do we want to be kick your face in or are we trying to get you to bed something like that mm, no um our, basically our band we just do we do our job um so they let me do whatever i want with the with the lyrics and the vocal melody so they'll play a riff so, you know sometimes it just happens auto automatically that mm. i'll get a vocal melody but uh, a lot of times it'll just be like riffing you know, like okay. scat almost, like just <coughs> gibberish over lyric, uh, over right music. after that. And then uh, over the course of like a month, it'll come out, you know, somewhere that I'll go into a direction. But okay. it's usually about like past relationships or stuff that happened, you know. Yeah. Uh, so you, you go on the approach of um, real events. Yeah. You know, you're not um, making the story up and, you know, yeah, some people nah. do that and sometimes that works out or you never know. For but. me, I think that real, if it's real, it's so much more authentic. Yes. Yeah. It yeah. Says when it's real, you have a more of a connection to it. A connection so to, yeah. You're, the, the, the passion for it comes through and conveys a little easier. Even when somebody writes like... Uh, one of the tunes the drummer Tommy wrote uh, the chorus so that was hard for me to connect to because it's not your work it yeah. wasn't yeah. mine and I was like man I had to really like you had to find your feel it. for it yeah. yeah and it turned out so good the, the guy writes really cool fucking lyrics that are like more thought out mine are just my fucking crazy head like, <laughs> What comes out, comes out, you know. I wish I could be that kind of guy to write a song about something like, you know, a story guy. I'm not like that Mike Ness story guy, you gotcha. know. Gotcha. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, it's been a tough, it's been a, it's been a tough year, man. Holy well, shit. Yeah. To say the least. To say yeah, the least. And now, yeah, DJ's ruined the Jersey Shore scene for a while. Uh, you know what? The Jersey Shore ruined the Jersey Shore scene. Let's be honest, because yeah, now the DJs aren't even getting jobs. They're yeah. SOL just as much as bands. Yeah, the pandemic really fucked everything I even up. think before the, like... Yeah, it, I mean, was, it was definitely tapering off before that. Yeah, That's, you can just kind of sped things up a little bit. Pand yeah. I've known bars to just put on Pandora. Pay what was it? That's was true, it like man. Ten dollars a month. That's yeah, way yeah. you could do like that six years before you pay one band. That's awesome. You know, so it's like no, it's and not awesome. <laughs> the best is those internet fucking jukeboxes. Yes, where you that's can another play, one. Like Slayer and shit. Yep. And suicidal. People and... they eat that shit up. <laughs> but that's I'm bad. I like dive bars. I love dive bars. Yeah, who doesn't like a good dive bar? Fucking Tom's Tavern in Farmingdale or like I've never been there. Oh my god, dude. It's great. They have they do have music though. Oh, you know, okay. But they do the trio or the or the duo thing, yep. and uh, you know, and that's what everybody's doing now. Oh, oh yeah, they're saving crazy. saving some bread they're easily. Fucking, get a yeah. little bit of more money to go around between the people in the band because you're not getting as much. Yeah, I mean, the let the one less cut is it helps. Yeah, one less. It's a little more than that. So. 
Jesse, talk about because you do some solo stuff. You're actually a little bit of a gun for hire. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I um, love that. Try to make money doing you know music however I can uh, with my voice. If I see somebody needs vocals on a country tune or like a rock tune, I'll I'll respond and see if they want to uh, you know if they want to hire me uh-huh. and um, and work with them. Usually. You meet you meet the people, and if you you build a repertoire, if you if if you click right away, and I can show them what I do. I've had like a few people just wanting me to sing on the spot, you know, and that's always tough, man. Oh yeah, it's like a fucking. It's like if you're a com if you're a comedian, someone says like say something funny, you know. Yeah, tell me a joke. Yeah, come on, sing, sing something. Fuck you, you know. <laughs> it's yeah, it's it gets annoying, but. If they want to pay, you know, some money, you try to work with people. You know, if you're doing what you like to do, man, it's always great. You get to work with so many cool engineers and, you know. It's yeah, meet, just, meet a ton of different people from, you know, avenues that you normally wouldn't cross. Right. You know, before, I would say before the pandemic and probably five years ago previous, I used to go on Craigslist. And it was pretty decent to find musicians, but I, that's how you found us. I think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm right. But yeah, solo stuff. Um, I just always write shit, man. I always have a notebook, or like now I got the iPhone, so it's like yeah. you just constantly make voice memos. I probably have a thousand voice memos in my phone of of material. You know, the waiting to get you know. Oh, you see, me, I, I, I practice. I'm always recording stuff. Yeah, always. Just so you can listen back, you might be like, "Oh, I forgot I even played that." You it's know? like, what did we do before phones, man? I don't know. Cassette tapes, saying, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not the guy that does that recording thing. Like, I don't. It's crazy. You know, I don't sit there and go, "I'm going to write this riff and I'm going to put it on my phone or whatever." If it's good enough, I'll remember it. You know, I've done that a couple you're, times. You're like, like you're old school. Now I am. I know nobody like can remember shit anymore. Oh, uh, it's crazy, uh, and I play in the a lot of things yeah. and I don't use cheat sheets <laughs> after the very beginning. Jesse, hey, Jeff. no, 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 no. Cause we all know in my red solo cup, it's either water or whiskey and you can't tell there's nothing left. And I'm all out of water. No, there's no more water. What do you got over there? And you're a little, uh, what is oh, that? A Yeti? Yeah, you trendy you with the Yeti over this? there. I got this for Christmas from my girl. Cause she likes picking out fruity colors for me. That's cool. But uh, I actually have like dessert kind of coffee going on. I usually drink coffee black, but uh, okay. I had a I had a big dinner and I was like, you know what? I want to put French vanilla in here. So uh, I don't know if you're into the creamers, but yeah. French vanilla. I creamer. like my coffee to taste like coffee. Yeah, I got yeah. this thing is sweet. It's, <laughs> it's like ice cream, man. No, it's all good. I, I know a bunch of my buddies drink all that crazy shit, and I'm just like, no, nah, I like coffee. Just a pinch of sugar, a little bit of half and half. I don't do any good. anything usually, just black. Okay. Like, like Henry Rollins, man. Uh, you ever you see go. him live? No. He no. had a thermos with steaming coffee through his whole fucking sh- set, man. Hmm. Just, That's awesome. Uh, one of the best things I ever saw, I saw a typo at the Stone Pony. And I wanted Peter Steele literally drank four bottles of wine wow. in one set. Just oh, from, picked up the bottle. It was just like, blah, 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 blah. Let's talk <laughs> about um, where people can find you, your email, YouTube. Okay. All that yeah. Stuff. Um, 
Action! We're on uh, <laughs> we're on Facebook. It's Second Skin. It's S E K O N D S K Y N dot com. People could reach out whenever they want. I mean, right now it's not really that active. People aren't really concerned with bands right now, but no. we have material coming out, you know. And that's another thing. I don't. We don't know how to release it right now. No, it's there's no way to there's it's, no good there's way no to way. go about it. Yeah. We're thinking of maybe keeping all the material, releasing like a double single, like release it a single at a time. Or Trying maybe, to generate interest so that by the time it's ready to play. Or you're ready to play out. Yeah, you can sell the CD. I mean, yeah, there's there's a couple different ways to go about yeah. that. Yeah, you know, it's sell hard. CD. What decade are you in? Well, you gotta try. I mean, I sell, to sell out. I'd sell out all the CDs we had. Just walk around the crowd after a show, yeah. man. And you know, a CD. I'm saying, dude, right now, CDs are a thing of the past, man. Absolutely. But I just, you know, tell you tell people that you need gas money for the next show or whatever, yeah. and they usually. <laughs> buy one it's like crazy. oh this is a cool little coaster i'll take this <laughs> yeah. and usually they throw them right out the you would hope window they download the way it first home. at least i would download it into my computer and then throw it the fuck out but like yeah. cars don't even come with cd players anymore well, that's why i bought my truck i'm like where's the cd player he's like it, it doesn't have one i'm like what oh shit yeah and that's a that's an expensive truck yeah it's, wow. it's not standard anymore everything's mp3 or you know hook up to your Bluetooth. phone I love that shit though, man. Just play it on your phone. Oh, yeah. All the all my ideas, all the shit I do at home, I can play right through my phone to oh, my yeah. car, man. You know, oh, my, yeah, my phone hooks right up to my truck. These days at with home recordings, it's great. It is. But it's also not. Like, you know, I mean a lot of guys that have studios are probably hurting, but um uh, you know, I hear things that were recorded on a laptop. You can kind of tell. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? It's like you, you still need that precision. You still need that the way to grab. The microphone grabs the signal. And that's something you don't just get. You, you're taught. Like there's a yeah. science behind yeah. it, you know. And I know it's like. I know because uh, just from doing it myself, like sometimes I strike gold man and then other times i'm completely off i don't know yeah. what i do i think the best way to capture a voice is just in a nice big room with no mic so your microphone you you want it to sound like a natural voice mm. pretty much yeah yeah that's how i kind of always picture it in my mind but I don't know how to engineer. It's so much easier when someone's pushing the buttons for you. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll just walk up and make the noises. Ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you, the macho man now? No, oh, boy. <laughs> now, do you guys have like a YouTube channel or like is there um, any videos that you guys have sure. up that are? Yeah. If you Google Second Skin, S-E-K-O-N-D-S-K-Y-N, it's just weird spelling, but we got an illegal, uh, what's that called? When somebody makes you like... Trademark? Release the, using the, it, the, the if you spelled it the normal way. Oh, it would be a cease and like, desist. Cease and desist, yeah. yeah. 
There's another band in That's London. Awesome. They're like so goth, dude. They're like the cure on fucking acid, bro. <laughs> and they sued us for the name. So wow, yeah. Man, I it didn't sucks. know you could do that. Cause yeah, because like I thought it was state by state. You know, I guess not. Trademark is yeah, you know, all around. Huh. Oh, wow, that's I weird. Was like weird. I, at one point, I mean, don't quote me on this shit. <laughs> um, but uh, totally talking out my ass. But if you could, <laughs> if you go online, we have tons of shit. And then we do like, we got together with a bunch of guys and did uh, acoustic songs okay. as El Capo, and that oh, okay. was that was so fucking cool, man. What kind of songs did you guys do? We did like '90s covers. Okay. And some Zeppelin and some uh, nice. some Skinner and Neil Young and stuff. And uh, that was so cool just to like strip down the music, to okay. play at a lower level, oh, volume-wise. <laughs> it is. A little more intimate. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Oh, that's super cool, though. We'll have to have you guys come down, do some uh, songs for us, talk about it. Yeah, that would be great, <laughs> yeah. man. I love doing that shit. Even low-volume practices are something that people like neglect you know you get a drummer who will set up like a pad set or something and just is willing to jam out and and go through the set at a low volume man you see what you could really you could really learn a lot from that kind of a you should come to a useless practice I have my PA to the point where it's about to blow a fuck up. Yeah. I can't even hear myself over everybody else. <laughs> That's how I am at Second Skin. That's bad. That's why when we finished the album, those guys were like, whoa, this is fucking awesome. You know, we we never hear what you sing. <laughs> you know, we're like, they got fucking Marshall Stacks and oh Ampeg Stacks and wow. full, you know. People still do that. They, yeah. use still, they still use like 412 half stacks. Yeah, I mean, I could see that for a gig. So our practice room you know. may be the size of this room we're in right now, and each guitar player plays a four twelve and a one fifteen. Ian plays an eight ten, along with a full drum set mm-hmm. in a room this small. Yeah, yeah, that's what we do. It's crazy, dude. Like my and ears hurt. That's loud. I'd start wearing earplugs because I just it, my ears would hurt by the end of practice. Yeah, and it's not good. Oh no, <laughs> like no, it's not good for your ears. They, I, we played a gig at the Saint, and they had a new guy on monitors. He he, this he killed my right ear. I think that night it was like it has never been the same. <laughs> so, thanks to Saint. Yeah, way to go, guys. But I love that place. Those guys are cool. We're thinking about playing a gig there. Um, well, they're, they're doing, doing like a live like stream or something. Live right? stream. They got a guy that streams you. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess there's two cameras. Okay. And then there's the sound dude who's always been there. Maybe it's Brett Smith. I don't know. No. I don't uh, know where Brett is. Tom. Brett. Tom, the red-haired dude, he's always there. Yeah. I think Hinge, Hinge, oh, I think the, Hinge is gone. I thought yeah. I thought I saw something online. We'll have to reach out to him and find out. Because I'd love to talk they to him, They wanted, too. like... I think they wanted like three hundred bucks. Oh, that's not for bad. An hour. I was curious on how much. It's not they bad wanted. for having the, the computer guy there, sound guy, yeah. and then the bartender takes care of you. You know. Yeah, that's uh, cool. What's her face? Meg. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, yeah I was curious a... about that. I wonder what they were doing or how they were doing it, but. Meg's cool people. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, Meg's awesome. She's like her. always reaching out. Hey, how you doing? How's she's your wife? Cool. She's, she's awesome. How's awesome person. Everybody, you know, every time, I, every, dude, I don't know how she remembers all the people. Oh, neither do I. I give her credit all the time. I'm like, <laughs> so Jesse, why don't you tell everybody how they can get a hold of you? Okay, they can email Second Skin at s e k o n d s k y n n j dot com. That's Second Skin New Jersey at gmail dot com. And as usual, you can get a hold of us at jsmpinfo at gmail.com. That's jsmpinfo at gmail.com. And Jeff will get right back to you. I'll try. I never do. It's always going to be Matt. Yeah, it's, it's always me. Yeah. It's always me. It's a team thing, so this is his part, so sorry. Yeah, what a team, huh? I still love you, though. And now, a word from our sponsors. The power of Sticker Jesus compels you. Full-color, waterproof, and UV-resistant decals printed for your art, your business, your club, or anything you want to promote. DM his assholiness here or email me to start your order. Remember, Stuck Up is your source for signs, stickers, banners, and way more. And if you mention the Jersey Shore Musicians podcast, you will get 10% off your first order. How about that? Wow, that's man. really nice of him to do that. See that? Wow, you should go get some stickers, man. Yeah. All right, well, uh, for Jesse, thanks for coming in, bud. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Ah, it's been a blast. I hope you had a good so time. So much fun. Always. And uh, Rock and roll. That's it for us, huh? Yeah, we're done, dude. This guy's had too much whiskey already. Uh, no, not enough Th- yet. Time to call it a night. Nah. All right, we'll see you guys next Monday.